Shalom. Welcome to Pathfinder's Messianic Bible Study. I'm your host and teacher, Brother Scott Norris. Once again, with Pathfinders, as we rediscover the ancient paths of Scripture for today's world. And I am continuing a series on the seven wind patterns of the Holy Spirit. And so, so far, um, this, this, the, the message is coming from Isaiah chapter 11, in which um, Isaiah prophesies a biographical sketch about this kind of anointing that Yeshua would walk in. And he mentions seven aspects of the Holy Spirit. So we have covered so far the spirit of the Lord. We've dealt with the spirit of wisdom. Now we're going to deal with the spirit of understanding. Okay, so what is the spirit of understanding? What is this wind pattern that we must learn in our lives how to, how to harness? Um, the spirit of understanding is upon the Messiah, Yeshua, uh, Jesus, as he understands all things and he understands us perfectly. So he understands us. He is perfectly suited to be our sympathetic high priest. Hebrews chapter four, verse 15 through 16 reads this, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things just as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. So Yeshua, we must understand, is a very understanding high priest. He understands our issues, our concerns, our fears, our anxieties, our struggles. He understands our temptations. You know, he understands our traumas. He understands what we have been through, our way of thinking, how we process information individually. He, he truly understands. He is truly sympathetic. And not only sympathetic, but empathetic. Why? Because he's also experienced abuse. He's experienced humiliation. You know, he's, you know, he carried the cross and was tortured. All right. So he understands what it's like to be misunderstood, to be forsaken and to be rejected. He even at the cross becoming sin for us said, God, why hast thou forsaken me? He knows what it's like to be forsaken by God even. Even though he is God, I mean, he fully can comprehend the full range of human experience on earth. And so we can confidently go to him knowing that he has understanding about who we are and our challenges and we can find grace in our time of need. That is very extremely reassuring, okay, to understand that. Um, understanding also in Hebrew has the idea for a sharp sense of smell. John Trapp said, this word describes Jesus's sharpness of judgment and smelling out a hypocrite. His sharp nose easily discerneth and is offended with the stinking breath of the hypocrite's rotten lungs. Though his words be never so scented and perfumed with the shows of holiness. So the Lord can also, understanding deals also with spiritual discernment, okay? And so Yeshua can discern right from wrong, 
what is clean and unclean, what is from the fire of God, and what is strange fire. Okay, so he he knows he he, he knows the ins and outs of things spiritually. All right, the Hebrew word for understanding. Uh, one one of the Hebrew words is tavon, and it comes from the Hebrew word being, meaning to understand. But the deeper meaning of this word can be found in a related verbal root word, bana, which means to build. In order to build or construct something, one must have the ability to plan and understand the process needed. And that's why Christ told Peter that upon the understanding that he is the Messiah, he will build his congregation. He will build his church. So he understands the process it takes to build us up in such a way that we become a residence, a dwelling place for the presence of God. He knows how to build us and construct us and build up his body in which he is the head of. He knows how to masterfully build us up so that we truly become not only his disciples, but as he's building us up as his disciples, we become his ambassadors or his witnesses in the earth. He knows what he's doing. He, except the Lord builds the house to people who labor in vain, who try to build it. That's what the word of God says. So he's he knows how to build a people for God. He knows how to build us up in covenant relationship with the most high God. He understands what it takes to construct strong faith in our life. Now, by studying and following the wind current of Holy Ghost understanding, we too can become compassionate and empathetic as well as sympathetic people. We can learn how to understand and help people and then in helping them to to uh, be rooted and grounded in the Messiah, we 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 need to function at a, at a level of understanding to understand when people are going through something and suffering something, and not be so quick to judge them because of their circumstances. We also got to have the spiritual awareness and keenness to to know what is of God and what isn't. Amen. But we have to understand the process involved in and how things are developed, how discipleship takes place, um, have understanding on how we as a people can come together in our assemblies and, and be properly assembled together and properly working and functioning in our areas of calling and gifting in a way that edifies one another and builds one another up and do it with love and, and a sense of unity and purpose so that it takes it requires a, a unity rooted in godly love to reach the community you know around us the global community around us we must possess the ability through the spirit to build up the faith of disciples and messiah to take those who come in wounded, hurting, lost, the arrogant and the proud even, and, and to train them up in, in, in righteousness and humility and meekness so that they can become effective vessels for God's glory and for his kingdom. We must understand the process of building up the body of Christ. Paul was noted as being a wise master builder. He says, I'm a wise, as an apostle, he was a wise master builder. He knew how to build disciples. He knew how to instruct people in God's kingdom to come together as his 
assembly, what we began to call the church, you know, the called out assembly. He knew how to build a strong faith communities of people that would be set apart from this world system and, and, and be set apart unto God and to do the will of God in the earth to to fulfill, help them fulfill the great commission. In other words, as a wise master builder, he was essentially calling himself an architect. And so what does an architect do? An architect designs structures. Amen. They design structures that last. They design structures that are able to house things. And so the structure that God is building is we're to be a temple, a residence, a dwelling place of the Holy Spirit of the presence and power of God, because without his presence and power, we cannot fulfill the righteousness of his Torah. We cannot fulfill the great commission or be effectively his witnesses in the earth. We are in a spiritual war and a spiritual battle. And it's going to require the power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the will of God in our lives and for the life of his desire for his church, his called out assembly. Paul even prayed, I'm going to leave it with this. In Colossians, he says, for this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and the desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. May we be a people filled with his knowledge and understanding, you know, a people who understand his processes, his seasons, his times, you know, um, how to properly build the things of God in the earth so that we can fulfill his calling as his people to reach the ends of this earth, teaching and making disciples of all nations, and that we may be conformed into the image and likeness of Messiah so that at his return, we are ready, a bride prepared and ready for her groom. Okay, I pray that this, um, this message, which has been brief, has been a blessing to you, brief but, brief but empowering. Okay, and so we'll continue along in this series on our next segment as we continue to study the seven wind patterns of the Holy Spirit. God bless you and shalom. Shalom.